Hello and welcome to Inside Modular, the podcast of commercial modular construction brought to you by the Modular Building Institute. Welcome everyone. My name is John McMullen. I'm the marketing director here at MBI. Today, I'm happy to welcome Anthony Corpora, CEO of Futuro Homes. Anthony is here to talk about his company's unique product offerings and the future of prefabricated housing. Anthony, thanks for being here. Thank you. Much appreciated. I'm excited to be here. I am too. So tell me about yourself, Anthony. What's your background and how did you become a CEO of Futuro Homes? So I had a pretty vast experience uh, working for a great public school system in Northeast Ohio, and I became a middle management coordinator and I, I developed, um, you know, the urge to really pursue leadership and management uh, as my master's degree and was kind of set to, you know, get into uh, some heavy administrative roles. Uh, so I do have a pretty collaborative background and influential background. I've wore many hats in the public sector. And lo and behold, you know, just through relationships and interest, um, I took an early retirement of 21 years and, and moved into, into this role uh, as the CEO of, of Futuro Houses. Um, it was great because, you know, once you see opportunity and, and what, you know, drives a leader to be stimulated, um, this, I knew this was the slam dunk for me. And I'm not saying the public school sector was not it. Uh, but when you look at uh, an opportunity of a lifetime, it was just uh, too good to pass up. So tell me about Futuro Houses itself as a company. I did a little research before the show, and I, I found an old 60s-era kind of UFO house that didn't seem directly related to what you're doing. But then I was obviously looking at your website, and they're very similar. Is there a connection between the two? There is. So if I can give you a little bit of background on the company, Futuro Houses is a subsidiary of U.S. Lighting Group, which is a publicly held OTC markets company. To make a long story short, uh, the company went into uh, moving into a new space, uh, into the fiberglass world. They, we were in the electronics business. We decided to get into the fiberglass business to create a molded fiberglass travel trailer company. And that's where I became on board with the, you know, trying to create something grand. You know, you need to build a team around you. So I was put in place to lead the efforts, lead the coordination, and build the ultimate team to uh, pursue the vision of what Cortez Campers has, uh, will bring and what is bringing to the RV industry. And basically, the core competency behind that was fiberglass. Uh, we have our engineers and our technicians are very well versed in fiberglass. They were also in uh, the boat building industry. So to make a long story short, as you're looking at you know, the overall picture of U.S. Lighting Group, and getting into diversified markets, we obviously know the RV space is growing and what we're bringing to the RV world is amazing. And we also felt that we could do the same into the housing industry because right now nobody builds houses out of fiberglass. So obviously it's a great way to diversify, diversify the company portfolio and to dive into another multi-billion dollar market. So we are taking the same innovation and success of what making what's making Cortez campers successful and putting those same core competencies into Futuro houses. And we lo and behold started researching houses and then we came across the original Futuro from 1968 of the you know world famous Maddie Cernan. And then what happened was we we dove further into the house into you know what 
was created and, and the influence it had all over the world. And we said, this is where we need to start. Uh, and then we obviously looked at some of the shortcomings of the house. Uh, we decided how we could improve it. Hence, the creation of our first uh, UFO house, as we call it. Um, and we've totally re-engineered the house. And that's kind of where we started. So yeah, it was it was kind of a stepping stone to get here. Um, and obviously the, the vision of the company is we've started with this house because it will definitely grab the attention of the world, which we've been successful at that. And then we have houses to come. Very good, very good. I have to say, I, I love this house. I love the original. Uh, from 68 and you've modernized it. it looks a little sleeker looks a little bit more 21st century but it's still got this great sense of fun and whimsy and it's it's definitely a, a, an attention grabbing house i was wondering if you could tell me you know more about the house itself uh, it's made of fiberglass as you mentioned but how is it produced how is it put together how what improvements did you make over the original so a couple of things that we do from our core competency of how we build things is we don't use any wood in any of our construction. That's a core competency of Cortez campers and it overlaps and, and is the same uh, with Futuro houses. So if you see some of the old pictures, you'll see the renovations and you'll see pictures of just a lot of wood. And obviously you'll see rotted wood and molded wood, decayed wood. So our recipe here for success is to build something with the the highest grade marine materials that you could buy in the industry to give you a product that's gonna number one, last a lifetime. Mm. Number two, it will look amazing because the gloss and what our composites bring to the industry are far superior. Then we dove further to realize that the original Futuro house uh, had some shortcomings. The first one is it was not easily shipped. So it was in less parts. Uh, so if you'll see a lot of pictures uh, in the old old uh, internet, you'll see that they, a lot of them were flown in by helicopter or hauled in by a super oversized semi-truck. So I don't have too many friends with helicopters and it's very expensive to, you know, to haul with an oversized flatbed. So then we decided to further uh, make the product uh, easily transportable by making it in smaller parts. So our house, there's 36 pieces. There's 12 on the top, 12 in the middle, 12 on the bottom, and it will fit in a standard shipping container. That hmm. was also a part of our charge because we are planning on shipping international eventually. We also uh, came across at the original Futura house, the windows didn't open. I don't know if I'd ever wanna be in a house where the windows didn't open. So we decided to again, go another step farther to you know give a great double pane acrylic uh, window to the industry, one that will open. We actually came up with a shape because uh, it was de depending on how it would fit in the container. The house is actually bigger than the original. We went hmm. from 26 feet in diameter to 30 feet in diameter. So we actually now have a bigger footprint than the original and it really elongates it. I think it looks even more UFO, more flying saucer than the original just because we we've elongated the house to 30 feet so those are some of the you know some of the main takeaways on what we're doing different you know zero wood uh exceptional high-end marine composites and then if you see our base and some of our renderings um and and what we've uh, shown at the ix center our base is quite different um it looks a little bit more uh techie uh, ufo-ish uh, and it will also break down into parts that will fit in a container. So that was that was part of our success 
um, as making this uh, easily attainable to get to the consumer with easy shipping. Well, I do hope you continue to offer the, the helicopter delivery for those who want it. It seems entirely appropriate to have your spaceship flown in. Yeah, there are some people that may want to do a special request. So we there are basically no limitations to what we could do here at Patoro Houses. So we will make it happen and we will find the media there uh, to videotape it. So very we'll, good. Very we'll good. Um, well, well, speaking of, of, of delivery, uh, whether it be by truck or air or however else, as I understand it, the house can be placed just about uh, anywhere. Are, are there zoning issues or code issues that you've encountered that maybe your customers need to be aware of? Right. So right now we're de uh, developing a dealer network across the United States and Canada. So right now we're working with our dealers. They're getting up their websites. You'll see our dealer in Montana already has their website up. We have Virginia, New York, Pennsylvania. So we are establishing the dealer network. So it will be you know, their responsibility to intimately work with the consumer on the area where the house will be built. Some areas, as you know, don't have any codes and regulations and some have a lot of them. Uh, we feel obviously with the, the construction, um, composites are stronger than steel. I mean, we, we can make this laminate any strength we want it to be. Hmm. So there are basically no limitations. Obviously you're looking in places of Montana where you're going to need, you know, 60 pounds per square foot of snow. And in Alaska, I think we're upwards of 150 pounds per square foot. So we can work that out uh, with our engineers and, and make sure that, you know, we may change the laminate a little bit, but we can make a house to put basically anywhere in the U.S. Well, tell me about the uh, off-grid living options for, for, for this house. I was looking at your website and that was a, a big feature that could be placed not only be placed anywhere, but in any sort of range of, you know, modern uh, electronics or, or amenities. Um, Correct. Yep. Right now we're selling shell kits. And as we're working on the interior, this thing will be able to hook on the grid or off the grid. It will have wind, solar, it will collect rainwater. So it, you could basically put this anywhere. You could put it uh, in terrain, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be on a slab. You know, obviously, depending on where you're going to put it, you'll you'll may have to comply with some of the zoning. But a lot of people will put these where there are no zoning, uh, put them on rock structures, you know, level them off with with bricks to some places where you may have to hike and get to it. Uh, it's almost to the to the imagination of of the consumer. A lot of people want to use these for Airbnb opportunities, so that also. Uh, will give a unique experience. I think there's going to be a following uh, in the United States of unique Futuros all over the country. And, and you'll see like thumbtacks and stickers on people's refrigerator of where they've gone and, and have an agenda of, of which ones they want to see this summer. So it's going to be really cool. So from what I've heard, your houses are very customizable depending on your, your customer's needs, uh, which makes me think about your factory can you tell me a little bit about that and how that's evolved since you first started and what processes are you using now that maybe you weren't when you started? Correct. So we've actually had this, uh, the original, we call it in fiberglass, the plug. We knew that this thing had to be perfect. So we have vast fiberglass and tooling experience, but you could never beat the accuracy and efficiency of a router. So we actually outsourced once we had this engineered uh, in SolidWorks, we had it outsourced to a, a, a tremendous uh, tooling company in Michigan. They created the plug. So obviously when we make the molds and make the parts, they fit perfectly and it looks great. 
So we uh, outsourced all of that. And what we're doing right now is we are uh, continuing to make tooling so that we can gear up for mass production. So basically you grow and scale in fiberglass, uh, not so much by more people, it's creating more molds. So it's kind of like a baker and, and is uh, bread pans. You know, you can make more loaves of bread if you have more pans. And that's kind of the same in fiberglass. So right now we have about a 30,000 square foot building. So obviously we make campers as well uh, through Cortez Campers, which is a subsidiary company of Futuro. But we also now are going to grow and expand Futuro houses by making more, uh, we call them pie piece molds, which are the top and the bottom and the window molds which will be the centerpiece. So once we have multiple molds for each, then we can very easily grow and scale and make the houses to meet the dealer demand and the consumer demand. Well, it sounds like you've been drawing on a, a tremendous amount of uh, material knowledge, experience, uh, and this sounds like it's been a relatively easy process, but there must have been some sort of challenge that you've overcome along the way. I was wondering if you could maybe uh, dive into that a little bit. What has been that challenge and, and how did you overcome it? You know, there's always challenges starting a company. I mean, this just didn't happen overnight. I, you know, this was years in the making. So we just didn't, you know, have this idea, you know, a couple of weeks ago and launch this thing. This has been years. Uh, so obviously, just like any, you know, startup company, you know, just finding the capital for R&D and, and getting everything in process, you know, obviously being publicly held helps uh, with U.S. Lighting Group. But uh, you know, just it's it's getting the the idea, you know, doing a lot of the research of, of making sure that it's going to be a success. So there's been a lot of time taking uh, in that sense and understanding the market and what's going to make this work. So there were all kinds of challenges. But once you bring the team around you, you know, from our, our lead engineer, who is really the mastermind behind all of this um, and the team, we're working on marketing efforts, you know, it becomes very easily when things roll together. So Obviously, we have huge plans for Futuro houses in general, not just with the Futuro house, but with a lineup of houses. So obviously, though, we have huge expansion expansion plans for, for all of our lineup and then to meet the production demands of, of what we're going to bring to market. Because it's going to, it is amazing and it's going to just keep growing. I have, I have no doubt. I have no doubt. I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more about fiberglass, specifically, not only for uniquely shaped houses like the kind that Futuro makes, but do you think there's a potential for fiberglass in other types of construction? We talk a lot on this show about commercial modular construction, um, you know, tall buildings, workforce housing, all types of all types of structures. Can fiberglass be utilized for those types of things, in, in your opinion? Absolutely. Fiberglass is, is probably one of the waves of the future. You know, obviously wood you know, is if you look at what fiberglass brings to the industry versus wood, you know, I'm picking fiberglass, you know, any day of the week. So, I, and as, you know, you can see in the IBC codes and all that, they're actually starting to have addendums for things like things outside of the wood spectrum. So you're seeing that, you know, fiberglass brings a lot of benefits from cosmetic to futuristic, but from a long lasting and even structural. So yeah, it's going to gain momentum, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned at the top of the show, you, you're able to fit a Futuro house into a container. So for, for easy shipping, which makes a lot of sense. What have you learned about uh, not only the, the logistics side of this, but the manufacturing, uh, the shipping? What, how have you sort of optimized your process uh, as you've gone along? Yeah, so obviously it starts with, with our dealers. 
you know, uh, doing their marketing efforts and, and, and gaining the consumer sales, which we are, we're starting to get orders right now. And then obviously it, it's just that, that communication of, you know, lead times, get, getting to the consumer so they can uh, get everything done on the forfeit to, on the forefront to gain their permits. So it's just about communication with lead times, getting everybody on the same page. And, and lamination for us is very easy. That's what we do. That's our bread and butter. We design cool products and we make cool products. So, you know, making the houses, the guy have guys in the back with anywhere from 20 to 40 years experience in fiberglass and composites. So this is like, these guys can do this in their sleep. And then once you have everything standardized and laid out, um, it's just like riding a bicycle. So th this is what their true passion is. And that's what we're all about. So uh, just, again, meeting the demand for the product. And I don't know if we'll ever get there because that means you have a cool product. And hopefully they'll we'll never have inventory and there'll always be a lead time. So that's one of our goals here. And we're doing some really cool things um, with our dealers right now. Um, not so much on the UFO uh, Futuro, but uh, our 200 and 300 house that you could see on our website, uh, we're looking to, to dive into some of the homeless rehabilitation acts that uh, the privately funded and government funded um, uh, monies are going towards. So we're working with our dealers now to work on uh, getting our houses to, to those people just because we bring the, the quality and indestructibility to the industry so it fits real well with their model. Well, you anticipated my next question. I was going to ask about other projects that the Futura was working on. Can you tell me a little bit more about these houses? It seems like a, a great use of uh, materials and your dealer network to solve a, or at least put a dent in, in what is a huge housing crisis. Yes, correct. So we started obviously with the Futuro UFO house to grasp the attention of the world, which we've done that, uh, you know, that is a higher price. That's a, that's a niche product, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that a lot of people want to use those that entrepreneur opportunity to rent them out in cool mm -hmm. places. Some people still want to live in them. Uh, but then we decided to come out with, you know, to, to, to produce in volume, you know, obviously price point means everything. So we decided to bring smaller houses uh, to the industry. So we have uh, what's called a 200, a 300, a 400. It's obviously from 200 square feet to 400 square feet. And they're all unique uh, in nature. And again, it's similar to how we build the campers. Everything is fiberglass. It's all molded in. We're using the same appliances as what we're putting in the, into our campers. So it's really a seamless transition to go into this market uh, after your tooling is done and the design is done because the lamination is basically the same. So it's real easy to just get into having more products, which will obviously excite the consumer base. And then you could do some humanistic uh, things just to, to keep your karma bank recharged by doing some really nice thing for, for disadvantaged and homeless, uh, the acts, uh, rehabilitation acts out there. So that's emerging. Uh, they're looking like they're, these states and, and cities are adopting uh, models uh, of what they've done in Texas. Actually, their homeless population is going down and they're just looking for a really good product out there. So uh, it's grasping the attention of our dealers and grasping the attention to you know, the, the decision makers to get our units out there on the property for this, these efforts. That's excellent. That's excellent. Um, I was wondering if you could speak to uh, the potential outside of providing uh, structures for, for uh, homeless or, 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 or houseless people. Uh, what's the potential for off-grid 
you know, pre-manufactured homes just in general? Do you anticipate seeing more home seekers, home buyers turning to options like uh, either the UFO house, which I know is a niche product, but fiber, mm -hmm. fiberglass houses in general uh, to be their primary house? Absolutely. You know, people are using these for ADUs, you know, for extra income. But I, I believe this will also start, it, you know, craze to be either on the grid or off the grid with, you know, structures that are uh, longer lasting and cheaper. You know, everything is about price point. So we bring a, a huge advantage to the market. And on top of it, we also have consumer financing. So through nation's lending. So now that we have financing with obviously consumers who are credit worthy, you could take a 25 year mortgage uh, that's really reasonable on any one of our products. So there are a lot of advantages right now. And I believe, you know, this has been a trend. You know, we went to the home and garden remodeling show that was uh, expoed at the IX center. And you can see all the neat things that are going on there and all the ideas. You know, there's a lot of people out there making cool products. And I think it's a trend that will continue to emerge. And I think Futuro Houses just brings something to the industry that right now nobody brings, which mm -hmm. is fiber. So, so we have a huge advantage, um, but hats off to everybody else uh, that, are, that are doing similar things to what we're doing. Well, Anthony, this has been fascinating. Um, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see uh, Futuro take off as a company. John, thank you very much. I, I had a great time talking with you today and looking forward down the road. If you need to talk in the future, just come find me. <laughs> will do. There's a dealer in Virginia. I'm in Virginia. I may well visit. Excellent. She's amazing. Uh, we signed her on uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and yeah, she's definitely brings a lot to the table. So definitely we'll get you in touch with her. Excellent. Excellent. My name is John McMullen, and this has been another episode of Inside Modular, the podcast of commercial modular construction. Until next time.